Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Battle. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so ready for more of you. Father, you are such a good God. The more we know you, the more we want to know about you because you are so good. Your truth and mercy and love, Father. So we come ready to receive what you have for us today, Father, and to put it to use into our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about the battle. I guess most of us, if we had our choice, would choose to not have to go through any battles in life. But if we want to live for God, we're going to have to do it. Our flesh and our spirit, man, are in a battle every day. If we let the flesh win, the devil wins. If we're born again or saved, and if we let our spirit man rule, we'll be victorious in God. Let's start today in Romans 8.13 in the Amplified Bible. For if you are living according to the impulses of the flesh, you are going to die. But if you are living by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are habitually putting to death the sinful deeds of the body. You will really live forever. Folks, this is really to the point. If we live by the impulses of the flesh, we will have spiritual death coming without God. But if we live by our spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit in us, we put to death the sinful deeds of the body, and we will live forever with Jesus. Now, 1 Peter 2, verse 11 in the Amplified Bible. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers in this world to abstain from sensual urges, those dishonorable desires that wage war against the soul. My friends, we are to abstain from sensual urges and dishonorable desires. These come from the flesh. Romans 8, verses 6 and 7 in the Amplified Bible. Now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God, both now and forever. Folks, the flesh pursues sin and death, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace, and that comes from walking with God. Our spirit man, if we are born again, always wants to walk with God. Verse 7, the mind of the flesh with its sinful pursuits is actively hostile towards God. It does not submit itself to God's law since it cannot. My friends, the flesh cannot submit itself to God. Matthew 26, 41 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, keep actively watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Folks, we need to keep active in watching and praying. Our spirit is willing, but our body is weak. Romans 7:18 in the Amplified. For I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity, for the willingness to do good is present in me, but the doing of good is not. My friends, the sinful nature of Adam and Eve is in our flesh, the sinful capacity. 
We can train ourselves to try to be good, but we'll fail without yielding to the nature of God in our born-again spirit man. Now, Galatians 5, and 23 in the Amplified Bible. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Folks, these fruits are in our born-again spirit man, not in our flesh. Romans 8.14 in the Amplified, For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. My friends, if we allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God, then we are sons of God. It is our choice. Galatians chapter 5 in the Amplified Bible, the title of this is Walk by the Spirit. Verse 1, it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Folks, notice Christ set us completely free. We have to choose to live in him, in the spirit, and keep standing firm and don't go back to the yoke of slavery. Verse 2, Notice it is I, Paul, who tells you that if you receive circumcision as a supposed requirement of salvation, Christ will be of no benefit to you, for you will lack the faith in Christ that is necessary for salvation. Three, once more I solemnly affirm to every man who receives circumcision as a supposed requirement of salvation that he is under obligation, and required to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ. If you seek to be justified, that is declared free of the guilt of sin and its penalty and placed in right standing with God. Through the law, you have fallen from grace, for you have lost your grasp on God's unmerited favor and blessing. Five, for we not relying on the law, but through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit by faith, are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness, the completion of our salvation. My friends, our flesh will not wait confidently for the hope and completion of our salvation, but our spirit man will. Six, for if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated and expressed and working through love. Folks, the circumcision of the flesh means nothing. It is our faith which works through love. That love is from our spirit man. God put that love in us when we received Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Now verse 13 for you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, selfishness, but through love serve and seek the best for one another. My friends, this is one of the great deceptions in much of the church today. People using their freedom for an opportunity to yield to the sinful nature. Now verse 16, But I say... Walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, 
Seek him and be responsive to his guidance, and then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. Folks, we are called to make a habit out of walking in the Spirit, and then we will not carry out the sinful desires of the flesh. 17. For the sinful nature has its desire which is opposed to the Spirit, and the desire of the Spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the Spirit, are in direct opposition to each other, continually in conflict, so that you, as believers, do not always do whatever good things you want to do. My friends, there you have it. The sinful nature of the flesh and the spirit man in us are in direct opposition to each other, a continual conflict. That is the battle we have. Our flesh versus our born-again spirit man, if your spirit man has been born again. 18. But if you are guided and led by the spirit, you are not subject to the law. 19. Now the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, 20, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies, 21, envy, drunkenness, righteous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously. Now, folks, listen just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Folks, don't let the devil or his followers or religious people tell you anything different. Those that practice the sinful nature of the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. 22, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. My friends, if we walk in the Spirit, we have all these great things coming out of us. 24. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and appetites. Folks, if we belong to Christ Jesus, we have crucified the sinful nature of the flesh, and we walk in the Spirit. 25. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage, our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. My friends, if we are walking in the Spirit, these good things will come out of us. Personal integrity godly character, and moral courage. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. We choose in this battle to let our spirit man inside of us win, not to let our flesh win, Father. For those that are not born again out there, I choose today they'll receive Jesus as their personal Savior. Just ask him to come into your life today. He'll come. He's ready to come in. Just receive his lordship in your life. We thank you for it, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. 
please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.